Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Tech Cat Show. And it is a fabulous, breezy Los Angeles winter day, which kind of means just a lot of sunshine like every other day. But we are here to talk about um, a fantastic colleague with a fantastic colleague of mine and on a topic that really everybody um, is interested and focused on because it relates back to what we all do all the time, which is watch television. So I'm very excited to introduce Chris Pizarro, who's the head of sales and marketing for Canoe. And we're going to talk about what Canoe is. Chris has been on the show before, but this is a really nice update to where everything's going. So let's have a nice Tech Cat welcome for Chris Pizarro. That's my favorite part. That's my absolute favorite part. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, Lori. Thank you for that <laughs> wonderful introduction. Well, so Chris, you are currently the head of sales and marketing at, at Canoe, and Canoe is really focused on, on well, I, I guess this is the way to explain it, but on service assurance for video on demand, which basically means like proper delivery, correct? Uh, it, 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 it does. It means proper delivery. We back everything up from the consumer experience. So when the, the consumer from TV, they expect that when they turn on the TV set, that right away the TV set comes up and that the, their favorite program plays and that the ads play out correctly, right? So there's a certain, there's a certain experience from linear TV that the, that the consumer expects. And so that's our benchmark. So everything that we do in video on demand so the change from the consumer is, okay, I don't want to watch it on linear. I want to watch it when I want to watch it, where I want to watch it. So our philosophy is, okay, that's great. Let's allow the consumer to do that. But the consumer expects the same TV quality experience. Uh, and there's a lot of moving tech business, all sorts of rules behind the scenes in VOD. So a quality experience just doesn't happen. So, yes, what, what we call service assurance is from soup to nuts uh, that that everyone uh, gets from the experience what they expect from the experience. So that's, you know, whether it's a, the TV programmer, what they expect the system to do, what the consumer expects, what if an advertiser is buying assurances to us. The, the other thing about this that um, is so interesting, just to sort of bring it up a few levels, is that, um, we're not only talking about what we understood as television, which was broadcast television, but you guys are delivering across a lot of different devices now that consumers experience, correct? Uh, correct. And we've, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get deeper into, uh, you know, trends and, and things that we'll see at CES. Um, but yes, the consumer has uh, truly adopted video on demand, wanting to see my video on any platform that I want whenever I want to watch it. Um, so, so yes, we, we, everything we do is um, uh, through that lens. And so as the consumer wants to watch it on the set-top box or on some other device, you know, on a mobile device or um, on some other third-party box, then, you know, we are going to do our service assurance uh, over that also. And um, the reason that Chris, of course, is mentioning the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, is that CES is happening in a couple of weeks. And Chris and I often work together to um, help um, a lot of the brands and agencies that are touring the show floor understand all that Canoe is is bringing to the market. And Chris, you've been um, in this part of the business for a long time. Um, Not like, you know, not that you're an old person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we started well, when we, I, I, that's a, that 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 might be a matter of opinion on who you ask but but you're too kind thank you yeah we we started when we were really young but you really have um you know over 30 years of experience in media strategy from a national perspective marketing um really with a focus on traditional tv and digital media advertising so 
canoe is a sort of great culmination. Your work at canoe is a great culmination of all of that because at the at the end of the day, you know, people are still consuming large quantities of television and now there's more great TV than ever before. So what you guys are doing is actually still really a really important business model to look at. Um, even as people think that people are not watching television anymore, it's just not the singular idea of television. And it, it, it exactly. And right. For years, people want to say, oh, uh, TV's dying, TV's dying. And, and certainly, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that for the last you know, 20 years that broadcast ratings have been going down and cable ratings have been going down. Uh, what's, what's shifted in the last few years is now the ability to uh, realize where those consumers have gone and what they're doing uh, in in the meantime, and uh, that's why the multi-platform uh, aspect to what we do is so important. Because yeah, in the day, back in the day, it used to be just linear TV, and you, someone did a 15 rating, and everyone watched it, and that was great. Well, the world today is someone's watching some video on linear, but someone else is watching it on their Android and someone else is watching it on the Roku and someone else is watching it on Hulu and someone else is watching it on Sling and, uh, you know, the list goes on. So the real key is to how do you add all those places up? And when you do that, you realize that it is a 15 rating still. Uh, it's just that sort of the, the methodology of counting was uh, what was the issue and now that folks like Nielsen and Comscore and there's a host of other folks who are now doing the counting um, also, that when you uh, take all those fragmented pieces and add them together, you find out that, yes, uh, TV defined as quality video is just as robust as it was 20 years ago. You just, you just have to count it differently. And and that's one of the benefits of working with with you guys is that you help turn this, you know, sort of messy landscape into you know a you know one stop shopping in so many ways, right? And it, it, exactly, and and for the consumer, it's a wonderful thing, right, Lori? Lori, you can say, hey, it's great, you know, I, I got to watch this uh, show here and then I got to continue it over here and then I wanted to watch this one. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing for the consumer. Uh, it is a real pain in the neck for the TV programmer or the distributor where back in the day it was wonderful. I sent one broadcast signal out and it got a 15 rating and that was, you know, you went out and, and you played golf or had lunch. It was a, it was a beautiful thing. Um, now when there's, uh, I, I actually had one client last night and he told me he had over 275 different platforms, devices for video that he needed to worry about on a daily basis. So, oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's right. So, so, you know, these poor people, <laughs> they're all these networks, uh, the programmers and the distributors, they're having to do, uh, 275 times more with pretty much the same amount of people than they were, you know, 10 or 20 years ago. Um, so sure, the, the, the fact that Canoe can come in and, and, and help them uh, not worry about, you know, some slices of that is uh, they're, they're, they're very welcome, uh, you know, welcoming to have our help. And so part of also what you're seeing, and we'll talk about that in the next segment, is, is trends in consumption behavior, right? You know, like how people are watching television or whatever we want to call television. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's, it's, it's continually changing with, you know, each new technology, each new device, each new uh, development that comes out. Uh, you know, consumers can, can change their uh, behavior. So, a, a, a key piece of the puzzle uh, that's also come up is, you know, it's not just about the viewing or about the, the measurement and the, you know, but it's the data that comes back and that allows you to dig deeper into the data. So you know, a few years ago, big data was, you know, the whole, the whole uh, big rage, uh, but it's truly taking hold in TV because it really does allow you to, to just dig deeper 
uh, into what's going on with the consumer behavior and allow you to, uh, to, to adjust your products accordingly. That's, it's phenom- phenomenal when you think about um, how much some of this is changing, but yet in the end, you know, it's all kind of staying the same in that we just want, we want to watch what we want to watch, where we want to watch it. And brands and marketers want the easiest way to get their message out in a ubiquitous way. And the more complex things get technology-wise, the harder that gets. But at the same time, you know, you have um, folks like you who are providing this this uh, opportunity to, to, to make it all easier um, and more understandable. And, and, and exactly, right? There's, there's that other group that's there. Of, of course, we, you know, we work for the distributors and the programmers who are serving the customer. Uh, but exactly, that whole other aspect of the advertiser, um, they love the day where they could just run one spot and it could be on broadcast. And, you know, they went off on their merry way. It was a beautiful thing. Um, they, too, now have to worry about you know, 275 platforms and devices where their ad is running. Um, so they, they welcome uh, from, from us and, and other players to, uh, uh, to be able to have a dashboard, have a snapshot, have it just be easier. Uh, and, you know, technology helps create the problem and it helps to solve the problem. Um, but certainly, and we always use the adage at, at, at Canoe is that, if you uh, turn on your program and there's not an ad playing, you're not exactly complaining about that, nor do you call up your cable company and say, hey, there's no ads playing. Uh, someone, right. someone has to have <laughs> eyes on glass. Chris, before you finish the story. The consumer's not going to tell you they're having. So, um, so someone, else, someone else needs to sort of make sure everything's working correctly. That's great. Before you finish, um, go off because I want to hear more about this. we got to take a break. But when we come back, um, we're going to hear more about um, what is happening, some trends in the space where there has been really interesting growth and evolution um, in, in all of this fantastic space. So we're going to be back with Chris Bizarro from Canoe, head of sales and marketing, really taking us through an evolution in, um, in the deployment of video across multiple screens. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we're back. We've been talking to Chris Pizarro from Canoe, and Canoe, he's head of sales and marketing. 
Um, and of course, Canoe is dedicated to providing um, services in the delivery of, of on-demand programming um, to national TV networks and to advertising campaigns. So Chris, can you talk to us about some trends in the space? Like what are some of the things that you've seen this year? And I know you just came out with um, a third quarter report too. So I'd love to hear like what, what the movement has been in this video on-demand space. Uh, sure. It, it, uh, you know, I can throw some numbers really onto what we were just talking about before the break. And, uh, and that is it really is a, a multi-platform video world with the consumer watching on many devices. Um, so, you know, I can, I can throw out some, some statistics on exactly, uh, you know, what that is and, and how that's trending. Um, for us, um, our universe is uh, cable operator, uh, video on demand, and 36 million homes. So that's if you know, if your consumers watch Comcast, Cox, or, or Charter, or their cable operators, and they go to their VOD menu and they you know go to Disney and play some Disney show, and an ad plays out there. Um, that's that's what we're doing. Service assurance. So. Um, we did a t- we served out and did service assurance over 23 billion ads in 2017. That's B. Uh, so you know, for those of you playing at home, that's a lot of that's a lot of ads. Um, and so for for this year, um, obviously the year's uh, not out at the you know yet at the time we're doing this, uh, but we're estimating that we'll have about uh, at least 25 billion uh, impressions in 2018. So we're we're still um, trending up. Um, but what we're also seeing at the same time, and this year is really the, the, the first time the needle has moved um, in, in, a, in, a, in a pretty positive way, uh, is to, to folks like Hulu and Sling and Roku. Um, there has been a, a tremendous amount of growth there. Um, so for, for us in cable VOD, we're holding steady, even with uh, folks like Hulu, Sling and Roku delivering uh, more programming and more views and and more ad impressions. So I think that's that's sort of um, uh, number one on the list in terms of trends. Lori is that it, it truly is a, a multi-platform world uh, for video. And I guess that begs the question of okay, well, uh, where you know if people have more time to uh, watch on-demand video, where is the you know, where's the viewing not happening, right? People only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we still see the, the decline of, of, of newspapers and, and magazines and, uh, you know, of, of sort of those traditional media. And, and as we mentioned, um, you know, linear ratings are still taking a hit of their own. Um, so there's, so there's uh, growth on multi-platforms is, is certainly, certainly happening. Do you, do you see this interest now, um, especially for the networks that and the players that are subscription models, for them to integrate advertisers in and then become part of this whole puzzle so that they have, you know, two data points, they have the information they already have about their subscribers, but then they also have, you know, that marketing data overlay, which is so important to really understand the modern audience member? Yeah, I, I, so we've, uh, uh, sure, an, an, another trend we've absolutely seen is this idea of, okay, you know, I watch AMC or I watch Fox, and uh, as a consumer, can I pay you know, $4.99 or $5.99 more to not watch ads and just watch those programs from those networks that I want? So there's certainly networks that are experimenting that, and we, we certainly help them. Um, and and how we how we do help them is while we don't insert ads for them, uh, what is a very interesting business for us and some of our clients, in addition to those I just mentioned, are the premium networks um, such as Epics and Stars, where uh, we dynamically insert uh, promos for them so that they will uh, promote their other programs. So back in the day when it was just, say, you know, linear HBO, um, you may go in and you'd see a one promotional announcement for some other show. And then you'd go in and, and watch your movie. 
And so you, know, you really didn't need to dynamically insert a promotion in that, in that situation uh, because you just watched the one promo and you were good. Well, now in the era of binge-watching, someone may watch uh, six episodes of, of a program. Uh, so the ability to dynamically insert different uh, tune-in promos for each of those six episodes so that the consumer doesn't see the same, say, uh, you know, get shorty program uh, promo on every single uh, epics program that they watch. So now they will see um, different ads. So even in a uh, subscription model like that, there is still the uh, ability to dynamically insert uh, promotional announcements so, and, and the networks are, you know, all working with, with that balance of what is, what's ad supported, what's subscription, and even when it's subscription, you still want to, you know, drive viewers to watch more programs that you have. Yeah, I think also as we enter this world where we have so much data and then we have AI sort of helping us understand everybody more, um, a lot of the conversations that I've been getting into with folks is that, um, what we understand as demographics is going to really change. Are, are you seeing that at all? Is that conversation coming up that segmenting may actually really evolve as we get really true more information about consumers through AI? Uh, it, it, it does, and it is absolutely a helpful and insightful uh, tool. Um, but one does have to be careful about it. And we've run some pilots here and we've done some testing in terms of uh, applying uh, advanced data sets to video advertising uh, like we're, we're, we're talking about. Um, and what happens is if you define the audience too narrowly based upon your data, you could reach too small an audience where the point of, well, you paid too much to reach and uh, get an ad in front of too few people. So, uh, you know, back in the day for, for uh, traditional TV, you'd just say, hey, I want to reach a bunch of men between the age of 18 and 49, and I'm going to buy ESPN because it's sports, and I'm going to throw my Budweiser ad in front of them. I'm going to reach them. And it's a wonderful thing because you could reach a whole boatload of men doing that. Um, now with AI and data, you can say, well, I only want to reach men in the Northeast on a Sunday who are left-handed and they uh, only like football. You know, you can, you could go crazy with your, with your data and the criteria. Um, the challenge with that or what people need to be careful is when you do that, you might only reach five people. Um, and they may be your, absolute right five people, but, you know, you spent a whole bunch of money to reach five people. So there is, there is a balance between the, uh, between the uh, traditional uh, way of, of having ads to a broad audience and using AI and data to, uh, to, you know, refine that. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited about that idea because, um, I just think that we are um, are we are segmented in a really you know old school way of looking at America and behaviors, and um, you know I, I just think it's going to be interesting, especially because we're not really set up like like how we used to be set up, where you know there was a a married couple with kids and the husband went off to work and all of that. I, I just feel like we're in a whole different world now of lots of different family structures and, you know, when people work and don't work and where they work and all that. So it'll be interesting to see how the data builds around that and what that story is. Uh, yeah. And it, and it's, it's, and, and, and people say, you know, we want to take a, we want to take a, a, a rip from, you know, the, the, the digital guys being uh, Facebook or Amazon or Google. And, um, and, and that is what is happening in the, in the premium TV environment. Um, but we've also seen in the last year, what, you know, what can happen to folks like Facebook and data and privacy and all those sorts of things. 
Um, so I think everyone is absolutely intent on making that happen. Uh, but we do need to do it in a, in a safe, secure, um, you know, manner for, for everyone involved. Yeah, I think um, safety is always important. <laughs> well, and especially now when you look at, um, you know, all the uh, data breaches and how the, the government is, is clamping down now on, on all of the media companies to, uh, to be better, um, about protecting consumers' rights. Um, I'm sure that's going to trickle to cable operators as well, right? You know, that same sort yeah. of pressure. Yeah, and, and we, what most people don't know is that we've, in, in, in cable and television, we, we've operated under um, cable acts in the 1980s and 1990s. So there's actual laws that are in place uh, what cable operators can and can't do with your data and your personal data and, you know, where you live and all that sort of stuff. So there, um, as opposed to on the digital side and um, where it really was and kind of still is the wild, wild west, um, on the cable side, we've actually had laws in place that, that we operate under um, on the books for, for dozens of years. So um, it's, it's, um, it's, it's actually... Uh, we we pretty much know the ground rules and operate within them. So now we just really need to to take these things like the AI and big data uh, and really apply it to our our rules um, and have the the tech stacks to be able to do that. So it's a uh, it's certainly an interesting trend and uh, an interesting time, and uh, we certainly are in the the early innings of it. But but it is, it sure. is absolutely happening. All right, well, we're going to take another break, um, and um, when we come back, um, I want to dig a little bit more into some bigger trends just happening in the industry and how they impact what you're looking at, Chris. You know, what other what other trends are, are interesting to you? Um, what other tech that's rolling out? And since we are approaching the CES show, you know, what announcements and things are you excited about? So we'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show on our road to CES talking to Chris Bizarro's head of sales and marketing at Canoe. More in a moment. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform. Innovate. Create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we're back. We've been talking to Chris Bizarro at Canoe. We've been getting into, you know, what the status is right now of a lot of um, 
the uh, the business behind video on demand programming and advertising ca- campaigns as Canoe supports. Um, you know, the uh, cable operators and the media companies. And I think Canoe is still a part of or owned by uh, Charter, Comcast, Cox. And is there any other cable operators involved at this point? Uh, Yeah, that is our ownership structure. Um, We we have been out talking to uh, other telcos and other cable operators in the U.S. and other regions. Um, everything that we've been talking about, Lori, is these these challenges uh, that we have are on multiple platforms, and it's not just U.S. Right? I mean, there's 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 people are on the globe that uh, consumers are watching video on multiple platforms. Um, so yeah, that's our ownership structure, and that's who we're we're working with today. Um, but certainly, uh, we are we're 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 taking a hard look at uh, you know where else people can benefit from our from our services. God, I would think everyone could benefit so that you don't lose your mind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, is a, there, there, there is an aspect to that. Like I said, it's, it's a nice place to be when your customers sort of thank you. And I, I remind them that they do pay us, um, but, uh, but, but, but they, they do appreciate the, the, the help these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's only going to get more intense. So in terms of other tech trends and more tech trends, you know, what do you think is really interesting um, that's impacting your business? Or is there anything that happened this year that you were surprised about that that is impacting things? You know, what, what what's really bubbled up for you? Um, I, uh, we've, we've seen that um, frequency has become um, a big issue, um, not uh, not necessarily in other other places. So I have some other thoughts, but in terms of just uh, VOD and 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 you know here, um, where now now that it's becoming more sophisticated and expected to act more like TV, uh, certainly frequency meaning. Uh, I'm a I'm a consumer. I'm sitting here watching this program. Please don't show me you know the same ad four times in an episode. Um, kind of speaks to what we were just talking about earlier in terms of uh, tune in ads and and binge watching. Um, so I've, we've really seen the industry from the advertiser to their ad agencies to the programmers. Uh, everyone. Uh, really agreeing that, yeah, that's not a good experience and people are just going to go elsewhere if, you know, we make it a crummy experience. Um, so we've gotten it that on our platform, so if someone does go to, you know, Comcast VOD and they watch program, um, they will only see that, uh, the ad, uh, 72% of the time, they're just going to see one ad uh, in an episode. So it's not going to keep repeating itself, repeating itself. So we've, the, the, you know, the tech, we've, we've worked it out uh, through the system so that the, the advertiser requests it and say, hey, I only want to show you, you know, see my ad one time in an episode. Um, we're able to do that. And That's great. You know, the, the, yeah, and, and the other part of that, too, is the ad load, um, meaning how many ads are you going to see when you go to a commercial? So in linear, that could be up to uh, eight ads uh, every time you go to a commercial break. Um, but we've known for years that you know, people could tend to channel up and down and channel surf in between programs. So maybe they're not watching eight ads. They're maybe watching you know, three or four ads. Um, but when you're, in, when you're in video on demand, and if you saw eight ads, well, you're not going to channel surf out of that stream. You're going to watch it. And, and when you're in that experience, eight ads, you want to hang yourself. Um, <laughs> so we've, yeah. we've learned that that's not a good experience because we've watched that the consumer will just turn away and not come back after five or six ads. Um, so we've worked real hard with our, with our programmers is that, um, really, on average, you do not see more than four ads in a commercial break when you're watching uh, VOD on our on our platform. So it's it's these it's these combinations, and you know, no one tells you that answer, Lori. Right? In terms of the, right, the right. You, know, you can't just call up a consumer. You really back to your point about data. You have to look at the data, you have to analyze the data, you have to you have to see when consumers you know are are literally just 
voting with their remote essentially and and uh and just you know get out of your stream um so between a you know frequency cap of of no more than the same ad two times in the program and no more than four ads in any commercial break we feel like we've you know found the balance of um of business needs right in order to bring the money in yet not to you know piss off the consumer with just an on uh, ungodly amount of ads I mean, I, I love that. I, my, I mean, my daughter has pretty much grown up with Netflix, and we usually do watch it on an Apple TV, but occasionally I'll put on broadcast TV for her, and I'm not with, with um, you know, I'm on the West Coast, so I'm with a different provider. And I am blown away by how many of the same commercials are shown within a pod, even, um, uh, in, in my experience and my daughter's always like what is this like she doesn't understand even why the same spots are you, you know what I mean because her world is so different um, she is used yeah. to and, and we've got to be know. and we've got to be cognizant of that because you know when your daughter you know, a few years from now when she's going to just basically choose what app she wants she's just going to go hey you know what that one, for whatever reason, I don't want, you know, whether it has too many ads or it buffers too long or my programs aren't there. Uh, yeah, you know, she's going to, in probably like three to five seconds, she's going to decide whether I really want to, you know, keep this service or not. And she's then just going to go download another one and, you know, go use that one. So the stakes yeah. are real high because we really do believe unless the service is, you know, working to those correct expectations, uh, is that, you know, you can just lose a consumer in like five seconds. Oh, yeah. I mean, she she is used to, and I've watched this just from the iPad um, on the apps that she's playing with. She's used to seeing ads in that environment. But there, you know, there are ads showcasing another app. Um, or or something contextual related to what she's doing, as opposed to, you know, broadcast television in, in our environment out here, which, you know, sometimes the ads are the same ads and they have nothing to do with anything. Um, so so she's, it's just amazing to me watching her experience, you know, um, and, how, and how she reacts to it. So, you know, everyone's going to have to get better about that, right? Just completely yeah. better. It, 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 and they are in... Um, you know, an, another another area which I'm excited about, which I've actually seen recently, Laurie, that you've been uh, uh, posting a, a bunch of um, information and, and data on is is the world of esports. And uh, for those of your listeners that don't know, it's it's people watching other people play video games, essentially. Um, and it seems foreign at first, but then I remind people that maybe 50 years ago when someone said to someone else, hey, I'm going to go watch uh, these bunch of guys throw a pigskin around, they probably said, hey, you're crazy. And, you know, that ended up turning to be the, turn out to be the NFL. Um, so it is, it is truly a sport. It is truly a big experience. And there are, uh, you know, tons of, of uh, men between the ages of 18 and 49 uh, and actually a, a boatload of, of women to the tune of like one third of the audience is actually women um, who either play or watch other people play uh, esports. And um, what's interesting is that point that you brought up about contextually advertising is that, sure, um, they think that folks like um, a Bose or Intel, right, endemic brands to uh, computers and, and, and esports, uh, that uh, those are the kind of ads they want to see, but um, they are actually open to automobiles and quick serve restaurants and athletic apparel. Things you might not think about, but when you dig into the data uh, and you ask these millennials who you just assume don't watch video or don't watch things and don't like advertising, well, when you really ask them and you get down to it, you find out that mm, they're actually okay with advertising. Um, it just needs to you know, come to them a little more, um, but certainly... If you know Buffalo Wild Wings was an early sponsor of esports, and and they found a, a you know great audience, and that 
know, listen, these kids are on the road. They're going to see events. They got to eat. Um, so they might as well come to your quick serve restaurant. So if you um, speak to, you know, these audiences, if you respect their time with the proper ad loads and the pro- proper frequency capping, and if you make your brand relevant to their journey, then you'll, you, you can stand out and flourish as a brand. You just, like you said, you just need to work a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't we all have to work a little hard? All right, well, we're going to um, wrap for this, this uh, section, and we'll be back again. Um, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what, what's coming down the, the pike for Canoe. Um, I know you'll be at um, CES, um, and you did just come out with a report, um, but what do you see maybe looking, you know, into the future over the next year um, based on the data that you guys have um unveiled um what's going to be happening and um what are we looking at more devices um more new behaviors um screens everywhere you know what's going to happen um because you're really sitting at the center of so much interesting um, behavior data so we'll be back in a moment with chris pizarro just for right now i'm going to call him mr canoe um and we'll be back (laughs) in a moment on the tech out show Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we're back. We've been talking to Chris Pizarro's head of sales and marketing at Canoe. Um, and Chris really has a, an extensive experience um, in national media strategy, marketing, and implementation. Um, so I'm just curious, you know, as we head into CES, what is the next year bringing? Um, you know, does Canoe have any special announcements coming out? Is there any anything um, you know um, that we can look out for? And even just what do you what do you think the next year is going to bring? Uh. Uh, sure. I mean, we, we touched on as far as canoe, uh, you know, where, where, where our heads are at and, and, and that is you know, helping with service assurance and in more places, um, uh, you know, more platforms, more, re- more regions around the world and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, but what I found really interesting and the news just came out, uh, you know, last month is, is a little, little company that begins with an A and followed with, you know, Amazon. Yes, uh, and they you know picked their second uh, headquarters uh, right across the river from me here in New York in Long Island City in Washington D.C. Uh, so I, I you know I think that's going to be a uh, a a major uh, disruptor slash force in the TV industry, and uh, you know most people may or may not 
see that coming. I mean, they certainly see Amazon Prime, and I can go watch the you know marvelous Mrs. Uh, whoever she is, and Maisel. Well, that's a wonderful <laughs> thing. Yes. Um, and uh, so you know that's that's all good. Uh, but but there's you know a lot behind the advertising business, and when someone like Amazon, who you know sells a lot of bars of soap, uh, uh, metaphorically speaking. And the job of advertising is to sell bars of soap. Uh, you know, there's 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 a way uh, with their platform that could be uh, quite disruptive to uh, the current model of programmers and distributors and advertisers in the in the TV model. Um, so you know, something that TV has started doing this year and will continue to do in 2019, and that is to really prove that. Uh, TV uh, can move bars of soap in something that's called uh, uh, attribution. So, you know, I think everyone sort of knows TV advertising works, right? If if Tide advertises and uh, – sorry, I'm just getting feedback there. Okay, I'll have to cut that out. Um, if uh, Tide advertises on uh, TV, you know, we know that boxes of Tide are, are going to move. So, I mean – People put money in TV because, you know, it does work. But there, with big data, back to our earlier point, uh, and with Amazon coming on the scene, uh, TV is going to be having to prove uh, more definitively of, of how, when, and, 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 and how that works. Because Amazon can just go, hey, look, you know, someone watched this show over here, and then they ordered 50 boxes of Tide, and that's a wonderful thing. Um, so... Don't quite know exactly how that's going to play out over the next three to five years, um, but it is certainly a a, uh, a disruption that is coming, and we've seen you know what Amazon has done to booksellers and what Amazon has done to plenty of other markets, and so uh, you know there's a lot of smart folks in TV, and then you know folks like me who uh, who sit and worry about that and to you know figure out. Uh, what uh, what we need to do to uh, you know to w- work with that to the extent possible, but to also you know combat against it. I um I'm I'm, I'm worried about um, the takeover of Amazon, but what what do you think is going to happen with uh, with Apple as they focus on releasing releasing content? Um, I, I I think Apple will uh, continue to. To have a uh, you know good offerings uh, there, but I think the Apple audience will uh, highly reject advertising uh, to a to a greater extent than perhaps you know an Amazon audience would. Um, in that Amazon is all about products and advertising, so I, I just think naturally there's going to be a, a flow of advertising and good services. So I think, I think Apple will have a, a bit of a challenge uh, if they try to get into, you know, the advertising game to a, to a deep, deep extent. Uh, I think they'll have some consumer pushback there. Um, and what about, um, you know, just because I'm currently obsessed myself about this, but about the voice activation portion of Amazon's business and then, Obviously, Apple's in there too, and and so is Google. Um, but do you think are are you looking at voice activation too to impacting all of this? Because certainly now you can, um, if you're using an Amazon Fire Stick, or and there's some other solutions out there that voice activation allows you to change your set top boxes. Is that something that you guys are looking at? Uh, not only looking at, but implementing on. Um, if you're a Comcast subscriber. The upgrade to their system is called X1, and uh, not just because you know we are part owned by Comcast, but X1 is a is a tremendous platform. Um, mainly, the visual interface is easy to find things, uh, and there's voice activation within there. And so, uh, for for us with our cable VOD. In X1 Homes on Comcast, uh, so people have the same programs, they have the you know the same experience than the rest of our 
our footprint, the rest of everyone we serve. But in those X1 homes, VOD views are up 30% over the rest of our cable operators or even Comcast homes that don't have X1. So 30% more VOD viewing goes on. And that is solely because of voice activation and that the menu is easy to navigate because those are only two factors that have changed in the X1. So uh, I, you know, like I spoke of, of the, you know, the threats that are out there of an Amazon or an Apple, uh, X1 is actually one of the ways uh, in which cable operators are, are you know, bringing these uh, really better tools to the consumer and they're, and they're reacting positively. I mean, you really do more, more value or yeah, yeah, more value. yeah. Consumers are just like, yeah, you just, you know, and you mentioned your daughter. I mean, my 28 year old son who, uh, you know, is cable operators are the, you know, are the evil enemy. Um, he just said, wow, X one's awesome. Right. Um, so, you know, there's, you, you can, you can, there, there, there's back to there are ways into the millennial hearts, uh, and certainly voice activation is uh, is one of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm so um, so so into that. Um, and what and what's next for for you? Are you speaking anywhere as we wrap up? Where can people learn more about Canoe and you and what you're doing? Yeah, uh, thank you. you. Can always follow Canoe uh, on Twitter. We're we're pretty robust about bringing people information uh, at uh, Canoe V O D. C-A-N-O-E-V-O-D. Uh, you can always follow me on uh, Twitter, which is uh, Chris Pizzurro, C-H-R-I-S-P-I-Z-Z-U-R-R-O. Uh, and as far as shows, um, you know, we, we will be um, at NAB, National Broadcaster Show here in the U.S. Uh, we are going to take our first trip over to uh, IBC in Amsterdam uh, in, the, in the fall. Uh, as we, you know, think more about uh, other markets. Um, so uh, certainly there's, uh, you know, back to a bunch of folks with a bunch of pro- uh, platforms and um, uh, a bunch of uh, question marks that are out there. So we think other shows and, of course, listening to you, Lori, is always a, <laughs> uh, is always a, a, a great, uh, great source of knowledge. So, um, so yeah, you just got to, you know, keep out there. The world's moving fast and you got to keep up. Well, we have um, enjoyed talking to you again, Chris. It's always good to do like a yearly update with you about where this space is going because you really are sitting at the the center of the swirl. So again, we've been talking to Chris Pizarro, who's head of sales and marketing at Canoe and Canoe is dedicated to providing service assurance as we got a nice definition of that for national TV networks, VOD programming and advertising campaigns and also you know, maintaining the whole ecosystem for video on demand, which is ex- extend, you know, ex- um, ex- expanding. I was going to say extensive and expanding as one word, but it's growing all the time with all the new platforms and devices. And these guys are keeping their finger on the pulse of all of this to really understand um, and, and, and execute on getting campaigns and content out to all the different networks. Um, well, so we'll talk next week, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Tech Cat Show. And thanks again, Chris, for talking to us again. Thank you, Laurie. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 